Hello, welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK and I'm joined by the wonder that is Mrs. Felicia Jones. I'm a wonder. Yeah. Wow. You're a wonder. That's serious. I'm a wonder. Yeah. <laughs> How are you over there? Uh, stuck. <laughs> stuck, pandemic, monkeypox, disease, oh, nuclear yeah. war, what kind of stuff? All of the above. Do you want a quick rundown? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> quick rundown. We've got the highest number of monkeypox cases in the world. We've topped 800 uh, now. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's that. That's that. We're just waiting for someone to give a child a cuddle, and then that's it. Because like the kids will just spread it. So um, they can't get the smallpox vaccine in people's arms fast enough. Apparently, they can't turn around the testing fast enough. So obviously, we're doomed on that. Um, Russia. Well, basically, uh, the head of the army in the UK has said that our armed forces must be prepared to fight to a shot on the battlefield. So that's us done and over with um and then uh, no one can move anywhere on the trains because the um trains are all on strike okay just another day in the uk <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know here we are well well you know well that's um i i hope you're okay yeah well i don't really have the need to travel by train Okay. Um, although I was planning on going to London on Sunday um, to meet up with someone. So whether or well, not that happens, don't I don't them. know. Oh, well, don't I won't know. So, God, no. So that you don't no, get no. monkey pox. And no. there's still a pandemic going on, but, you know, we just pretend that doesn't exist anymore. Well, cases are very much on the rise here. They think it's a post-Jubilee thing. But um, BA4 and BA5, so, I mean, I don't know why we stopped calling it, like, different names but now we're just going with BA and then a number so BA4 and 5 are apparently lung killers they properly target the lungs they are not good variants oh, wow that's what's on the rise here um but yeah the I think that's the same well. thing here I, yeah but I think you know, it is you think that PR companies stopped working with them so that's why we had to go back to the <laughs> yeah, scientific names yeah there was there was a okay. clause an exit clause in the contract they went Do you know what we're out uh, yeah <laughs> you're on your own <laughs> It was just a two-year contract for PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no one, no one remembered to renew it, and they didn't kind of like push it because they didn't want it, so they just let it expire. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe they're on to monkeypox now. So. Yeah. Well, um, uh, the the quick rundown here. I mean, it is United States, so depending on who you are, democracy is basically on vacation for yeah. a, a decade or so. Uh -huh. Um. The justices, the Supreme Court just uh, went through all of their cases and gave their rulings. Um, we have not heard anything about Roe versus Wade or anything like that. The Texas GOP or the Texas Republicans have all got together in a meeting and decided that 2020 election wasn't real. Um, it kind of reminds me in Lord of the Rings. Remember when all the trees got together Yeah, and they were moving so slow and they decided... <laughs> you are not a threat to us or something like that. And it's like, seriously, this is like five days and this is what you came up with. Um, <laughs> so that is what the Texas GOP is doing. They have also said they would like to repeal the uh, 1965 uh, Civil Rights Voting Act, which is interesting because, you know, they say the world is perfect now. There's no voting issues. So we should get rid of that. And for those who don't know, this is when uh, JFK, uh, signed the Voting Rights Act so that 
you wouldn't have issues based on race and things like that to vote. So this is all the work that Martin Luther King and all those people were doing back then. Okay. And they want to look at their legal, the legal matters around uh, leaving the United States. So Texas is being Texas. Oh, so they're, they're looking to potentially see how easy it could be to leave so they can be their own yeah. fascist, so racist Tex country. Yeah, Texas is one of those weird states. And when they had, oh my gosh, I forget the war, but it was one of the wars back in the day. They put in a little clause that says, you know what, at the little fine print, like if we ever get mad, we can look into what it takes to leave the United States. Yeah. So Texas is one of the only states who can fly their flag at the same level as any other country, that type of thing. That's right. I remember you saying before, actually, about how how that was the case. And yeah. it, do you know what that reminds me of, though? That is like the UK in the EU, because we had all these special clauses yeah. that said <laughs> we get this rebate and we can put money in, but we'll get some of it back um and things things like that and we don't have to join the euro and we don't have to do this we don't have to join schengen and all these kind of like special clauses and then ultimately we just went ah sort it was just out completely and so how's that working out for you guys not great <laughs> <laughs> it's like let's let's think about this now texas is a, a money producing state so they probably could do well for a little while but it's all that other little stuff nobody thought about like you know doing business with the rest of the country you're doing business with the world so it's i i think you just got a whole bunch of trees or ints that got together and decided to think about the last 10 years and still come up with nothing good so mm. that's what's going on in texas um the rest of the united states but but we do have great news okay so we're going to move on to some really really good news yeah drake dropped a new album yay I'm into it. Are you excited about that? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a massive Drake fan, right? But uh, what happened? So this really, I like Drake. It's just not my thing necessarily. But and it, Drake just <laughs> says memes to me. So um, <laughs> he's a very wealthy meme person. I think he is one of the top um, streaming artists of all time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he, they they love him on the streaming platform. So he just dropped his new album, um, honestly, dot dot dot, never mind. And I listened to it. It was it's kind of neat. It reminds me of going into like Victoria's Secret, like, and you hear that music in the background, or one of those trendy hotels in the lobby when you're you're um when you're um trying to check in. That's what the music reminds me of. We have been to some very different places. <laughs> That but is... you know, I call it I call it modern elevator music, but it's like that that low beat, like boop, boop, you know, in the background, like okay, it's just not bad, it's not offensive, but you know, after like ten hours of it, you get annoyed. Um, and I think when I listen to the whole album, it's like one continuous song, kinda. Kinda. So I've I've listened to it now um, because mm -hmm. I so I know we're maybe sort of skipping ahead a bit, but Beyonce dropped a track today. Yeah, and so I listened to last them, night la today. Well, it was day for you. Yes, <laughs> day for us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I woke up and someone had said Beyonce dropped an album. I've been listening to it since five a.m. I'm like, that's a bit like keen, but um, so I, I listened to it. So I listened to that first, and then I knew mm -hmm. about Drake's being a bit bouncy. So then I've gone and listened to that. So my, do you want, do you want to know my my view? You think yes, it's elevated we all music? Do. 
I think it's a vibe. There's definitely like a vibe going on. If this is if this is what's happening with music, right, mainstream music, then I'm I'm kind of here for it. Really, it's very late nineties. Beyonce's I think Beyonce's it doesn't sample, but it's got the same uh, bassline or something it is as, a sample. as Robin S. Well, I read it's not yeah. a sample. It's not a sample, but the underlying beat, the underlying beat is the same from the producers. Yeah. So they call it some type of B14, something like that. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. in the music world, they know what's going on. But it, at the moment I heard it, I was like, yeah, I've, I think I've heard this before. Now, I prefer the Drake stuff uh, to the Beyonce track. I really liked the Beyonce track when I first heard it. Then I listened to it a couple of times. And I need to get my head around some of the lyrics, I think. Oh, she's just telling you to quit your job. Well, yeah, well, I know that, <laughs> but. I need to, I didn't, um, I, I heard it last night before I was going to bed. So I didn't like pay attention to the lyrics other than, you know, people are like, Beyonce told me to quit my job. I'm quitting my job now. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's sensible. <laughs> I listen. I, so I, I want to, I'm curious about the rest of her album because she did drop this this feature box that everybody was supposed to buy. Because uh, the album doesn't come out until July 29th, I think. Um, but I did listen to Drake's albums twice. And I actually kind of like it. And maybe because the, maybe the mode I'm in is just kind of, is low key. Is It reminds me of sitting in a lounge in the, like one of these trendy hotels. What? It just, I mean, it reminds me of going, you know, to be honest, it reminds me of going to, uh, the, to London. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what it is? This, this is because uh, you were not with me in the late 90s, early noughties, right? No, I and was. And so you just, you just, oh, really? <laughs> so, so you, you just kind of associate it with the more commercial element, which came out a lot later, right? Uh, I, Probably. I think, I think it's got. It's got a great beat. I like the way that it uh, blends from one track to the next. Not always throughout the album, but you know it's good. It's got some consistency there. It's it's pretty bouncy. Uh, it's very house, uh, very housey. Very very house. They're bringing house back. I, I, I love house. House is my favorite. So you know, I'm if this is where we're going with music for the next couple of years, bring it on. What's interesting is. <laughs> The, the reason that House came about and the, the sort of uh, Balearic sound came out after it over here, it's all about um, having a shit time before and being in a really kind of oppressed and depressed society and music being used to, to raise you up a bit. And I think that perfectly describes what we need right now. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying. That was the purpose of this especially with Beyonce, it's just to get people out of this dark time and just kind of just say, you know what, let's go and enjoy life right now. But um, I, I like it. I can't say that I, when I was growing up, I really liked House and it could have been the period because at that time period, I mean, there was some really great hip hop. So I was into like really fun hip hop, um, not not necessarily not gangster rap or anything, but I was into a really fun hip hop. So it was kind of like hip hop had me. Mm. But now, I mean, I can, this is, it just seems really low key. Like, okay, I can, I can turn this on. I mean, we're doing yard work over the weekend. So we listened to Drake's um, <laughs> while doing the yard work. And I was like, I can do this. You'll get through and it quicker. I, yeah. I did have a hint that some 
people were saying that maybe Beyonce was going disco. So the kids are calling it disco, but you know, the kids no, don't know. They didn't know what they're talking so, about. But it is very house and um and a lot of people and, and one thing I have learned is the kids don't like it. So the kids are not feeling it. Not all of the kids, but what? a lot of the kids aren't feeling it. They're just saying Beyonce can do better. And it's like, you know what? You guys are sitting on Twitter. She is living her best life. Yeah, I'm not um, that. A lot of people weren't feeling Drake's album at all. Like the first, the reason why I listened to it, because the first um, people who heard, they were like, this is not it. They didn't like it. They didn't like the the beats or anything. And and some people are like, you gotta, you just gotta let it flow for a bit and then you'll feel it. So I think maybe because the kids have never been exposed to house is something that you have to, I don't know. There's something about house music. And like I said, when I was young, the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, this is not, I, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, there was like commercial house. It was, it was good, but it's like after a while, like, okay, I'm tired of this. <laughs> so maybe that's what the kids are feeling. And maybe house is for grownups. I don't know. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm, sur I'm surprised I, because the kids. I don't know about what's mm -hmm. going on fashion wise over there, but the the kids are loving the '90s fashion here. Well, that's the thing. They are all into the '90s fashion. They like it, um, which was interesting. Some people were were saying, "Well, the weekend has been doing this for the last couple of years," which is very true. The weekend's album. I actually like it. It's very 80s, though. His stuff yeah. is very 80s but, and yeah. not necessarily house. But it's still kind of, I mean, music in the 80s was actually kind of fun and uplifting, too. Or at least just fun. Mm. So, um, I, I mean, that's when you guys used to have, like, really cool bands out of, out of the UK. Well, that was Britpop. <laughs> the Britpop, that was, that's a different sound, though. Britpop. Completely it it is, but it's still very upbeat, though. You know, it was still kind of, I don't know, yeah. felt fun. Whereas, I mean, I'm a, I like trap music, but trap is a, a whole different, trap music is a vibe that is, I don't, I don't know. Trap music just makes you feel like saying, screw everybody. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to sit here on a sofa and screw you. Uh -huh. But at least some of the house music has been pretty cool. But yeah, it's just the kids haven't been feeling it. And they, it's too bad. Uh, I think yeah. I, I think I'm gonna be listening to it. This is actually something Dustin and I can listen to together. Yeah, I think they need to 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 chill. House music is inclusive and fun and upbeat. And if they don't want to feel happy, that's fine. Let them like dwell in their own self pity. I don't care. House music. I mean, is fun. isn't that kind of how the kids are? They kind of don't like being happy, don't? Am I well, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe they tell you that they want to be happy because they do all the wellness stuff. They're so serious. That's the problem. Yeah, they're like that really is true. Serious. That they're is like, true. it's like we want to be happy, but even then they're so serious about it. Like, here's a list of how to be happy. Like, <laughs> okay, calm down. Like, I don't need the 1200 TikToks telling me how to have self-care. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. <laughs> but maybe, maybe that's what's going on with the kids. So I like it. I think we have thumbs up here for our music critic um, <laughs> section of mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't. This is the first time I've actually listened to a whole whole album in years. Never listened to a whole album. What? So. Have you listened to Harry Styles? No. You need to go and listen to the whole Harry Styles album. I'm a, <sighs> I'm a massive fan. Um, I I need to try, and I'm, I'm having. I don't know. It's like something about Harry Styles. I'm just not feeling. 
And somebody said that they were the same way and they listened to the whole album and they actually liked it. So I will actually put it on today. I will listen to Harry Styles to see and then I'll give you my. I think I think it needs a couple of listens. So give it a chance. I mean, the kid, he can sing, though. I I listened to him one other time. I like his voice, but I wasn't a watermelon sugar fan. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think it, I know your heart is breaking. Isn't no, it? it's 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 fine. <laughs> I'm actually more of a fan of Harry Styles from this album, and seeing which album? How many albums does he have? This is his third album, his third solo album. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so I'm really behind. So yeah. I know much about as um as much about Harry Styles as I know about One Direction, and I found out about One Direction like two years ago. Yeah, that's fine. You can forget them. <laughs> you can forget them. Um, but I only mm. like the songs where he was singing, so. Right. Well, he's, he's on a world tour and it's literally, it's literally all that's on TikTok. And what's quite funny is I actually saw a TikTok of someone going, literally everything on TikTok is about Harry Styles. And I was like, yes, it is. What vibe is he? Is, I feel like it's a kind of a David Bowie vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a, okay. like a cheap, cheaper version, manufactured version <laughs> of it. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Cheaper? I'm not saying he isn't. We we call it a, a modern version. Okay, a modern a modern version. Yeah, he's got the yes. kind of, um, uh, the kind of the the intrigue about him. He seems to be good on on stage. He seems to be good banter with the crowd. He has a very fluid thing about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he can sing. I will he give him that. Sing. I did watch a video of him singing the other day. Uh-huh. He really. He has a nice voice. He was on um, Howard Stern or something like that. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I've I've seen that. I've seen that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I should listen to this current album, or where should I start? I'd with start him? with this album and then decide okay. whether you want to go backwards. But start with okay. start with I'll Harry's house. Harry's house. All right. I'll do that. We will give Harry Styles a try. Yeah. Maybe this turns yeah. into like a music podcast. No, maybe it doesn't. You know what we should? Because we need happy. That thing does the thing. And that's why I like all these things coming out. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get away from some of the sad stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that means drugs are going to come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a race in certainty. We, 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 we yeah. left Afghanistan. So I don't know about where you, you get your heroin from, but it's, it's right back on the market over here. <laughs> well, it goes with the music. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, okay, so let's let's um, continue our theme of, of happiness and general advice to the kids, being as we're listening to their music Yay. and telling them what they should listen to. Uh, we... A love letter to the kids. Yeah. yeah. And even though the kids, um, uh, Beyonce and them, they're in their 40s now. So Yeah, and, and they don't want to yeah. listen to us, but we're going to tell them anyway what we think. So Okay, cool. Um, let's do it. We said at the end of the last episode um, that we sh- we should talk about friendships and friendship groups and friends that maybe come and go. And I think we were sort of coming to a point where we're thinking, well, okay, in your life, you will um, have many sets of friends, possibly. Maybe you just have the one set of friends forever. But I think that's quite unusual, certainly these days, to have the same set of friends from childhood to life. So when um, when is it good to move on? When you move on, how how do you do that? Do you drop everybody and move to a completely different group? Do you do you integrate some people? What happens when you break up? You know, all sorts of things. It's give me some. Things. Give me some thoughts. I, I first, I, I it's going to be hard to give advice on when to move on to different friends. I think we have to back it up and just let the kids know that it's going to happen. Yes. And I think it always 
for everyone, when we're all in that age range, you don't understand what's going on. You either think your friends are dumping you. They don't want to hang out with you. So we first have to recognize that everybody has a season um, in your life when it comes to friends. And there will be some friends you will outgrow. Um, you guys will go down different paths. And I mean, like you look at your high school friends or your college friends, and those are like your best friends for life right now. But, you know, some will start families, some will go at, you know, take adventures around the world and you will eventually grow apart. And so I think that's the first thing is just to be okay with that. And it doesn't say anything negative about you. It's not a reflection on your type of friendship, but it does open the door to being open for new people to come into your life because, you know, people, I think it's kind of one of those things, people will meet you where you are. Um, when it comes to friendship, I don't know if you've noticed that in your life, that kind of wherever you are, you will kind of gravitate toward a different group of people. Sure. And not that you hate your old group of people. It's just like at this exact moment, they are the people I need to talk to yeah. or to be around or what I'm experiencing. So um, I think that's the cool thing about it. But just recognize that it will happen and it'll happen for a long time. I I think it happens throughout your life but I really like that idea of sort of gravitating towards people that you might need so I the way that I equate that is when I was in uh, a job uh, my sort of life would be working in in the week and uh, and that would be it and and I would have friends that I would see at the weekend and things things like that and everybody understood everyone had a job, everyone knows what it's like to have a job. Oh, the boss, what a mm -hmm. bastard, all this kind of stuff. You know, we hate working, da, 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 da. When I had my own business, that became a very different thing. So suddenly I'm working whatever hours I need to because, you know, it's my responsibility. Yeah. And I can't bitch about the boss because that boss is me. So <laughs> suddenly you're with a group of people who may be talking about, how much they hate their boss and how much they hate their job and you can't then well you can relate to it but rather they can't then necessarily relate to you and I think I've certainly seen um some friends from that time drift away I, I still have mm -hmm. some friends from from that time some, some very good friends I've known for you know decades now but um but then your needs you know my, my need would be to talk to other business owners and you know when you're just having conversations you can talk to people and they and they get it and then they become friends. So I, I I know I have definitely moved from groups of people, not from one group to another group to another group, but yeah. more some people have come into my life. We've got to know each other well. Some people have drifted off and it, and that's, and that's fluid and that's fine. Now, one of the things that will be happening, because when we say the kids, we're kind of talking about uh, young people in their twenties we've been there, I think. Um, and the other thing that starts to happen in that age range or that time is um, relationships and friends having relationships with other people, you know, getting into boyfriend, girlfriend, partner relationships or getting married, that changes the dynamics of friendships as well. And, um, you know, when people start having kids. Now, how have you... How did you, how did you navigate that when you started having kids or when your friends started having kids? Like, was that a hard thing to 
to deal with or or did you ever feel like I can't relate to some of you anymore when kind of life started changing on you? Um, I would say that a lot of friends were in the same season of life at that point. So mm. a lot of friends, you know, got, got engaged, got married, had children, got divorced. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Sort of sort of almost fairly reasonably um, cl- close together in, in, in time. There are some friends that uh, chose to have children later. And it, what's interesting now is I would see them less because my children are growing up. And they mm-hmm. can look after themselves. I've got less restrictions on that. So, of course, you know, yeah, we can leave the kids at home or they can go and do their thing. Or we can we can go and see friends and the, the kids can all go and play together and the adults can, can sort of play together. Um, and, of course, if you're the, the friends that have got like really small kids where it's all about can I work out the babysitter or can I can I find a place that's suitable for a push chair and things like that, of course, we're not really that interested. So... So yeah, I think that naturally happens. Now, did you ever feel like when you started having kids or like when your friends started having kids that you started excluding them or did you ever feel feel excluded because they're just in a different phase of life than you? Um I, I so so yeah, so I, I certainly felt a bit excluded when we had children because we we were the first in our group to have children Mm. well kind Mm -hmm. of no that's not strictly true actually in in one sort of half the group we were definitely the first in another half if you want to kind of say like her friends or my friends do you know what I mean um yeah so um those that were definitely still living their best life wanted (laughs) to just live their best life and and they would go off and do their thing and and we wouldn't even be consulted about whether we wanted to go out because the assumption was they've got a child. No, they wouldn't. So yeah, in that sense. Um, well, that kind of, I, I think we all have to be ready for that. Now I will say that I never, I didn't have any, Oh gosh, I didn't have any close friends that had kids. I had like uh, their close friends and there's like other friends around me. Uh, what I did notice is the ones who is, I oh got just really interesting. A lot of my friends that I still talk to don't have kids. And I don't know if that's subconsciously something that happened. Mm. Uh, but what I found is that a lot of the friends that I knew uh, in my twenties who started families young, you know, at that time, now they're circling back being friends because now their kids are grown and they have more time to hang out now. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing when um when we're talking to the kids like do not it's the same thing it don't take it personal they're just in a different season of life and the same goes for if you're having kids or you're getting married and somebody else is doing other things like everybody is just going through different seasons not that they don't want to be friends with you it's just that right now you it's just not uh you, you probably to be honest i think we don't say this enough you probably just don't have that much in common at that exact moment yeah. And the only thing you may have in common was, okay, when you were in high school, okay, but now you're 28 years old. And at some point you can't keep living in high school <laughs> or college or wherever you are. Yeah. So what, what solves this thing? I mean, it's well, not solves it because it's not necessarily a problem, but I mean, in that situation, it strikes me that patience is a good attribute to have, because if you've got a good bond there, 
um, it's easier to be patient and maybe allow that friend or that set of friends to go and do their thing. And, you know, you just wait until everyone's back in the same same, um, season of life, but without, you know, kids or, or, or whatever. Um, and if, and if, that, if, if the relationship is strong enough and you've got patience, then, then happy days. If not, then you, you kind of have to let them go. What about, um, friends that sort of reappear? You know, I actually think that's kind of cool when friends reappear because it, I don't know, for some, if, especially if it was not, we're not talking about negative and toxic relationships. So let's, not let's yet. throw those into a different show, <laughs> but friends that um, reappear sometimes I think it's really cool because now you have something else to catch up on like what have they been doing the last 10 20 15 years of their life you know tell me about your family tell me what's going on and it's it's almost like you get to see your friend talk to your friend as an adult versus you know if this was a friend from when you were 17 yeah, you have to wait for life to start happening so you can have something interesting to talk about. Mm. What I have enjoyed with friends that reappear, it it also depends if we're we've all had a good relationship. It feels like it's a conversation that you just jump right back into. Yeah, um, it doesn't feel like five years um, went away. I do have one friend. I have a couple of friends from like elementary school. This very small list, but there's one friend from high school. Um, we still talk to each other. We don't talk every day and we might literally go a year without talking to each other, but we, the conversation feels like we just started. Mm-hmm. We just start, you know, we just pick back up from where we left and, and, and that's pretty cool. Cause now I get to hear like, okay, what have you been doing? Like, why are you doing that? That type of thing. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I quite so, like it when, when old friendships come out of the woodwork and you, you are able to pick up where, where you left off. I think I've been quite lucky, I think, in in those that that come and and go. You, it gives you a sense of actually, you know, you were really good friends that you can pick that conversation up. Yeah, I I really think that's cool. Now, I will say, you do have to watch out for those who just show up because they want something. Ooh. And I I will. Oh gosh, the best advice I have for that is trust your gut because sometimes you just know that somebody wants something versus, Hey, how are you doing? Like, okay, why are you calling me now? Mm -hmm. So trust your gut with, with, when it comes to friends, but I just say, still be open to, you're always going to be meeting new people, new experiences. Um, and if you struggle making new friends, I, one of the weirdest things over the last few years, the easiest way to have made friends is networking and conferences, right? Okay. That has been a very interesting way to meet new people or Mm. or make friends Mm. because now you're in a room with people you have something in common with. Right. Yeah. And, and of course I only started going to conferences because of my business, but there, there are conferences and things you can get out and do. Cause I think I tried when I was in San Diego, you tried to do the singles thing. Let's go to a bar. Let's Mm. do this. It really wasn't my vibe at all. Uh But um, when I've gone to a couple of the, business and or networking conferences over the last few years i have made some really good friends yeah. in different countries i mean i met you well like uh, <laughs> you know and you know i i have another friend um page i met her at a travel conference and we still talk like almost every other week so um i i think you have to just be open and i'm on a couple of um 
I'm a voyeur in um, Facebook groups. And, and I see these questions come up, like, how do you make friends with people? How do you do this? And, you know, you still just have to be yourself, but you got to be around like-minded people, like real like-minded people, not just people who like to go to the bar. So it's not, it's not your top tip really in terms of, you know, how, how do you make friends? It's to go and think about your, your interests or something that you yes. think is in common and, and actually go to the places where they are. So not, not a general area like a bar where it, it's, there's a game of chance there. You might like the look of somebody, but it's hit and miss. If you go to yeah. a conference or a, or a networking night or a, a mixer or something. Or travel or a, a group tour type yeah. thing. And yeah. my, my little cousin called a few years, uh, it was last year, she was asking me about dating and I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't done that in a long time. So um, my only advice I gave her, I, you know, I said, you're going to have to start doing things of interest, like that are a real interest to you. Cause she was saying she was going to the mixers at the restaurants and the bars. And I was like, maybe it's time to actually do something that's fun. Yeah. Um, take a tour, go on vacation. It's like, it's almost like you got to open yourself up to the things that you actually like, and then people will gravitate towards you. And and some of that is, is quite a vulnerable thing to do. I think um, it is because it try going to try and make friends. So I remember this is as a, as a child, when I was at school, um, I decided that I didn't like the friends that I had. They, they, <laughs> there was just something not, not fitting where they were hanging out, the sort of activities uh-huh. they were getting into. And it took me ages to get to the conclusion that I wanted to change friendship groups and I knew which friendship group I wanted to be in. And it was a really big thing. And instead, one day, instead of going to have lunch with my current friends, I just didn't go there. And I went and asked the table of the people that I wanted to be friends with, can I, can I sit here and have lunch? And actually in hindsight, that was really ballsy. <laughs> that was really, I've done really that ballsy. Before. <laughs> but, but I mean, now as an adult, I would see as an adult, I'm like, can I sit here? You know, or I would, I'd be quite comfortable talking to people, but you know, as a child that I think that took quite a lot of guts actually. Um, but yeah. I saw, I saw something on, on TikTok as I tend to do these days and just to bring <laughs> it round to Harry Styles, so I saw a TikTok that said um, from this this woman who got this who got tickets to Harry Styles. She said, but she had no one to go with, um, so she put it out there. Um, did anyone want to be her friend and and go with her? And um, she said she did quite a bit of vetting and and just making sure that she wasn't going to get murdered um, as best <laughs> as best she she could. Um, but she uh, this this group of girls said, yeah, come with come with us. Um, and she decided that was safe. And they, then you like saw the the footage of them like having the best time um, as a group of friends. I mean, she showed you like her getting ready and how like nervous she was mm-hmm. and things like that. But she obviously had such a brilliant time with these people because it was a shared interest. It was a shared interest. And also, like you said, you have to be a little ballsy and not be afraid. Yes, we do have to be safety conscious, but... Um, and I've done that. I, I remember a long time ago, long, long time ago, I put up a thing on Craigslist saying, Hey, I just want to make new friends. And that was actually pretty cool for about a couple of years. It was just six other girls and we would just go hang out in San Diego and go to different places. Um, and I've done the, you know, I have tickets to go to a concert. Um, I, sometimes I get concert tickets for uh, here in Colorado. You can go watch movies at the Red Rocks. And Dustin had to go away for work. So I just put it on Facebook, like, hey, I have a ticket. Anybody wants to want a friend for the night, I have a ticket. Just come hang out. Mm. 
you don't even have to pay for anything. And um, sometimes those actually do work out, you know, and you meet some really cool people. You may not be best friends, but at least for a night, you got to talk to somebody new and interesting and maybe could be a lifelong friend for all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. just put yourself out there. Don't think too hard and just be ready to understand that this is going to be a flowy thing for probably the rest of your life, I would assume. Yeah. Be prepared to be transient. Yes. Move on. <laughs> if it's not working, move to somebody else. Brilliant. Okay. Well, look, I think that's really good advice. I knew you'd yes. be good at this. Because um, <laughs> you're a great friend, Felicia. You're a great friend to have, yeah. can I just say. You're my only friend. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the end of the series and the end of the podcast. No, it's not. I know. We have one more week. We have the one more week. So yeah, we get we have one last week of our love letter to the kids. But this has been fun so far. It has been fun. I feel like um, I think it's been a good one. I know. So um, oh, this is a great time to sign off, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I guess we'll see you next time. See ya. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.